podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Hello everyone, it's Nikki Yu, also known as Faces Trader, and you're watching the Global Market Update for Awesome 10X this April 8, 2021. It's a Thursday. So let's begin. Let's start with some news. Freyer, aka Alusa, just provided their end of quarter, first quarter 2021 company update. So let's read this. Freyer is the Norway-based developer of clean, next-gen battery cell production capacity and is gonna come listed through a combination or a SPAC with Alusa ALUS. So a few developments, they just um, got funding for 43 gigawatt hertz of clean battery cell production capacity. Transaction is anchored by a few investors such as Franklin Templeton, Kosh Strategic Platforms, Glencore Fidelity Management, Cylibra Capital, and Van Eck Associates Corporation. Combined company is going to be Frere Battery. You've got Jeremy Bezdek, Managing Director of Kosh, and Olag Svarva, previously CEO of the Government Pension Fund of Norway, who's going to be a board of director. So guys, this is the government of Norway investing a lot on Freyr. Freyr already has progressed multiple customer relationships towards off-take agreements across all their target segments amid a strengthening market fundamentals as EVs, equipment manufacturers, and other off-takers are increasingly requiring a strategic, localized, low-cost, and low-carbon supply of battery cells to accelerate the energy transition. So we believe that Northvolt and Freyr are going to have a good low-cost price for a lot of European companies and a lot of companies, even the likes of NIO. Oh, well, it's going to compete with NIO batteries. So I'm um, going to compete with Tesla battery. They're going to compete with a lot of uh, LG Chem as well. So they're going to compete with CatL as well. So um, Freer is advancing their pipeline of up and downstream value chain partnerships for cost-competitive raw material supply and additional access points to target markets. I believe that Freer battery is going to supply to Volkswagen um, in a bigger manner. So it's not an I believe. They already have partnerships. Okay, so announce a non-binding letter of intent with Glencore to supply 3,755 3, tons of high-grade, sustainably sourced cobalt metal cut cathodes, development of, of pilot customer qualification plant progressing with expected construction completion in the first half of 2020 in Moirana, Norway. Okay, um, strengthened leadership team received 181 million Norwegian kroner grants from the government to support their technology development and production plans. That's approximately $21 million. So in line with the market expectations of exponential growth in battery cell demand, we are seeing signs of a supply shortage as the global energy transition and decarbonization of transportation is taking place and accelerating. This is reflected in a strong progress in an increasing number of customer dialogues within Freyr's target markets of electrical vehicles, energy storage systems, and marine applications. Underlying battery supply shortage will create a positive market dynamic supporting offtake of significant volumes 
for localized, low-cost, and low-carbon battery cell suppliers. This is said by Tom Jensen, the CEO of Rare. Um, they are on track for their Giga factory development. Um, so that's first half of 2022. Very strong. Um, this is a very strong company. I I had a study on Norwegians um, uh, on Frere Battery. Uh, you can understand all of my ideas for Frere Battery in our inner circle. But uh, I am uh, I'm bullish at ten dollars for Alusa. There's a lot of uh, grant Norwegian. Uh, so much grants for them. Partnerships abound. Agree. So, as previously reported, Frere already has been using 24M semi-solid lithium-ion battery platform technology, providing the right to produce battery cells based on 24M's current and future technology. So, they are green batteries, guys. These are clean batteries that will be used in many um, European cars someday. Not just cars, but actually Internet of Things. Whatever that needs a battery cell could be um, electronics. So, clean Nordic solutions for global demand, rapid growth for high energy density and cost-competitive battery sales. Cells makes it um, a global champion in clean and low-cost battery cell manufacturing. Uh, if you don't have Alusa yet, uh, put this in your buy list. ALUS. Uh, just last night, there are a company there's a company that went 30% up because of um a Citigroup. Citigroup uh made a share uh Citigroup made a, a buy call on it. So you could see that Auster went 25% up to 987. We've been um buying as low as 750 and $8. $8. So this is an a pleasant news for uh for Auster getting recognized. Similarly, Innovis got recognized as well. So very strong movements here. After a 50% decline from as high as 19.18 here all the way to as low as 8 and 9, I'd argue that this is just the start. Any consolidation back to below 9.5 will be getting a lot of buyers, uh, perhaps if it even goes down below 9. So if it goes down below 9, I'd assume that there's this uh, circle of a uh, buyer zone. And although in the short term, there are some sellers on Auser here at $11 or even at 12 we are seeing that the market is acknowledging the applications of Auster is vast. Actually, it's tr let's try to read the exact uh, report of Citigroup on Auster for this uh, very pleasant good news. Auster is leading technology gainers. Uh, let's read the news on Seeking Alpha. Upgraded to buy with a 17 target price. You really have to be very um, patient. Okay. So, great article about Auster Customer Plus by JMAC Investing. Agree. So, Auster stock is popping as City emerges bullish on um, the LiDAR vertical, non-auto LiDAR leader. So, citing the company's leadership position, oh, I can't read it, but basically, um, position not just on autonomous driving, but actually in many other applications as well. Similarly, I think that you have to check out uh, CGRO. So, this is very true. Auster has the highest revenue visibility in the next five years with a lot of multiple contracts versus Innovis, Iva, Luminar, and Velodyne. So that said, Innovis is also doing very well. Let's read the news here. Um, see all stocks on the move. Okay. 
no problem SPFR yes this is also a metal manufacturing company agree with this to study Velo 3D GDRX expanding its marketplace I'm, I'm, I'm taking a look at the beta of uh, Equity Informer looks to be a very good uh, website to check your tweets to check people's tweets to check trends as well so it helps when you want to search uh, which are the most uh, mentioned in the last 24 hours. You could see that people are discussing BTC, Penn National Gaming, CBAT, Viacom, UTME, Palantir. So it helps see uh, what the markets are viewing in just the last 24 hours. So very good way to visualize. Wow, exact timing of when SOS dumped. Tesla, Morgan Stanley is proposing. Ah yeah, this one. Um, there's an infrastructure bill. That is increasing Tesla's advantage over competitors. That would be the subsidy of um, there's an uh, there's an infrastructure bill right now that will do subsidy credits, and everyone's saying that Tesla benefits on that on that name. This is also very good. You are seeing a lot of calls on Copen, so you are seeing that many people are actually bullish on the the following companies, Wimi as well. There's a news that Wimi, yeah, I'll share to you the news on Wimi. Holograms, right? So um <clears throat> let me let me get the exact link on this one. So Globe Newswire just shared that um Wimi might get a non-fungible token hologram. So I'll read the news for you. Taylor Insight, the fintech, recently released a report that Wimi's content library makes it NFT hologram possible. No one thought that it would be the hottest asset in the spring of 2021. But their rookie game trading card, printed with NFL legendary quarterback Tom Brady, just sold for a record high price of $1.32 million. And Christie's auction house sold a digital artwork created by artist Beeple for a sky-high price of $69 million. Even Twitter Jack Dorsey's first tweet was finally auctioned for $2.9 million. And a rainbow cat emoji that was packaged 10 years ago was auctioned for $580,000. Behind these weird-sounding transactions, they all have a common name. It's called NFT, non-fungible tokens. So these are encrypted digital assets verified by blockchains, and artists, musicians, various influential people, and even sports franchisees are all using NFTs to monetize their previously cheap or free digital goods. So COVID made the art collection industry. It has been slow to develop in the digital process and then instantly entering the, fa the fast lane. Blessed by celebrities, institutions, NFT has become very popular. And you are seeing that these sky-high prices might not be very suitable for everyone, but it is very particularly popular for a few digital artwork, uh, artwork collectors. So this one is something that Wimi Hologram can establish a position on. Take note that Wimi Hologram Cloud has established a comprehensive holographic AR content library and they, can, uh, and they have all the content covering from 3D models to holographic short videos. They've already got 4,654 ready-to-use AR holographic content, which is uh, covering a wide range. It could be for educational scenes, tourism, art and entertainment, popular science, and these copyrights content licensed from third parties as well. Wemi has focused on holographic cloud services, mainly in vehicle-mounted AR, HUD. So um, you could see that according to industry analysts, all the internet giants have a large number of application scenarios and they have a first mover advantage on the blockchain. 
So at present, um, it's mainly able to realize digital confirmation transaction of online virtual property represented by artworks. In the long run, um, they could actually do a lot of real assets from assets online to assets on the chain process to create more abundant asset value. The relationship between supply and demand will determine the price. And um, Taylor Insight is providing a quick and easy solution to see how Wimmy's content library can actually make this possible. So a lot of people are discussing Wimmy right now. So, so far with the chart, Wimmy is actually at a very good support here at $6. Take note that at $7.50, there was a share sale here suggesting that people are even willing to buy it for as high as 15% higher. If you could buy it at $6.50, I think that you've got a great entry price. So those who are asking, should Wimmy at $6.50 all the way to $6 be buying? The answer is, in our view, it's a yes. Um, there is... Um, there was a question um, asked of me about um, about UTME, and the answer is I I think that I'm late. Uh, UTME is an IPO four to eighty. Who is U Time? Uh, actually, this IPO I didn't even bother to look at. It's a mobile device manufacturing company providing cost-effective products and solutions to customers globally, had their share sale of $4 uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, 3,750,000 shares, which is roughly $17 million. I am not, I do not know why it went 20x on IPO day. So I have no idea why UTME went 20x in just two days. So this is uh, the ticker symbol, Utime Limited. So from 4 to 80, April 6 to April 8. So April 7. First day, 20x. No idea why. So I have no idea. So, yeah. As for news, I'd say that the market thought that uh, the Tencent Proso stake would actually encourage more selling. In fact, it was otherwise. We are seeing that Tencent actually got bought very massively last night at $76. You could see that the people are very much willing to pay a double bottom price here at $76. It closed at $78. Looks like everyone loves Tencent. And even in Hong Kong, you would have expected it to fall. Actually, we didn't see any drop on Tencent Hong Kong. Um, the Hong Kong Tencent price before was $600. Today, it just barely fell to $600. It even started at $616 and, sh and closing sharply at about $627. That means that there are more buyers than sellers on Tencent. So you've got Wimmy Tencent actually getting bought out more than actually getting sold down. I'd like to share that... Um, so Tesla is actually expected to benefit on credit facilities. Any uh, subsidy credits, every drop of Tesla here about $650 as well as $600 is likely to be bought out. So I'm going to share to you the exact uh, news on this uh, Tesla's, Tesla credits. Um, where did I see that? Okay, there were a lot of news. I'll share to you the exact news. I think I saw it on Twitter. Well, everything can be seen on Twitter, right? So, which makes it also a very good um, company to own. Easy to find news and search like your Googles. Um, proposed infrastructure bill. Own the future. Agree. So, I agree with everyone who's actually blessed uh, to, to understand what they own. And you have to understand that all this $100 billion for new consumer electric vehicle rebates is positive for all your electric vehicles. Lucid Motors, Fisker, Tesla, amongst others. 
We believe that investors face a greater risk not owning Tesla shares in their portfolio than owning Tesla shares in their portfolio. Agree. So let's try to read what Morgan Stanley just shared. Morgan Stanley is of the belief on EVTOL's Urban Air Mobility Summit as well. So I think like everyone should be aware of so many EVTOLs right now in the market. Um, there's Kel, there's RTP, Joby Aviation, and Lilum. There's also ZNTE, which is Volocopter. Uh, Morgan Stanley just named Tesla as the key infrastructure beneficiary pick. Within a range of potential outcomes, we believe that investors need to prepare for an electric vehicle infrastructure bill. You've got purchase incentives for EVs, development of charging infrastructure such as charge point, grid enhancement. Uh, so Clean Spark will benefit on that. That will disproportionately benefit Tesla and pure battery electric vehicle startups in the near term while also providing a very strong terminal value for, uh, for the long term. Okay, so... President Joe Biden's EV tax credit would reach $10,000 and has analysts all over increasing their outlook for Tesla stock. So I think like you've got all the bullish news ahead for follow-up for follow news for Tesla. So just uh, blue skies ahead. Actually, um, yesterday, I, sh I, I sold a few positions and uh, I'm looking to buy actually tonight on NEO. So what I did was my cheap cost on NEO, I sold first. But I plan to buy some cheap NEO shares tonight. Now, you might wonder why did NEO shares fall down? I think um, there was news of a potential chip shortage. Usually, that's just the news on NEO. But I think the company already clarified that the semiconductor chip shortage is not going to affect all their deliveries for the year. So they're still expected to grow their deliveries for the year to as much as 100%. So you've got already, I think I read about 40,000 vehicles delivered for NEO. Let me see then. I shared it here. Wait, uh, I, I shared it here, NEO. Okay, I, I'm not sure if I shared it there, but here in uh, EVs. Wait up. Okay, close this. So $100 billion of Biden infrastructure plan should benefit all of the companies in the EV sector, um, especially the U.S. And uh, you could see that the quarter one delivery so far, Tesla leads 184,000, NEO is 20,000, XPeng is 13,000. I would still buy a lot of Tesla, NEO, XPeng uh, because of the valuation. Um, still a good entry point. So if, if ever NEO falls at about $35 below, uh, I would still buy that. NEO at $38 is still also a buy. So any drops, 38 all the way to 35 should be a good opportunity to load up on NEO. Uh, XPEV should also be a great entry point. It's doing 34 right now. Any drops here at 31 should all be a buy. You can see all those arrows are just buy for me uh, as I see it going up in the long run. So, of course, you should consider yourself blessed that you are able to invest and uh, ignore the short-term noise. Actually, in my profile page, I shared a lot of things. Uh, I shared that, um, you know, as a child, you were given a marshmallow test. And I think that what most investors should understand is they should be able to patiently wait for their investments to, uh, to really uh, grow. In a very noisy market of bulls, bears, chickens, rabbits, dragons, ostriches, sharks, and whales, I think that patiently sitting is actually not normal. It's actually one of the rarest traits. And um, you have to understand that you get to buy a lot of great companies right now. 
The best artificial intelligence company like Palantir is still just $23. The most profitable video game conglomerate like Tencent earning $10 billion is still just about $77 Hong Kong. At $77 US. The industry leader in role-playing games, which is CD Projekt, is just $195 uh, Polish Zloty. The winners of Electric Revolution are so much more. Um, and you should consider yourself blessed for investing in these companies early on. Um, it's a 10-year decade trend, 10 to 20 years. Before you hit 2035 carbon neutral, you want to actually be investing over time. So just like a child who's actually thinking whether he should take the marshmallow right now, I think you have to be, as an investor, pay long-term attention on the businesses that you own. The journey will not all be rainbows. There will always be rain. But you have to flexibly handle your weights over time. So I've been saying that human beings, of course, should always pay attention to so much, um, so, so many things. Um, I believe that everyone would desperately need appreciation, whether it be through their followers or even through outside affirmation. What will you do with all those Bitcoins? Somehow, you'll buy some Lambos, Lamborghinis, you'll buy a Mercedes-Benz, a Tesla, a Lucid Motor, even an Aptera Motor. Some of the rich people will even have uh, a Kitty Hawk, a Joby Aviation, or even E-Hangs. They'll probably be even getting some of their own volocopters as well. So real life will tell you that you want to pay attention to these things. Pay attention to what people are going to pay massively for. Because whatever people value upon, they would, they could, you could monetize that. So Lucid Motors, which is a status symbol of the future, will be, of course, very expensive someday. So while you can buy CCIV at $23, you should not um, ignore that opportunity. Volkswagen at 33 is a great opportunity. Uh, Tesla, of course, at $600. If you ever get an entry point, even at $630 should be okay. $615, $630, $650 should be okay. Neo at about $35, $38 is a great entry opportunity. Xpeng at about $35 below should be a great opportunity. In fact, if you have all of these electric vehicles, you should already understand that any drops of sun power should all be treated as an opportunity to buy. So Sunrun here, uh, sun power is at $29.50 already here near supports a triple support bottom here you've got sunrun perhaps giving another higher low support here at 54 dollars um jinko solar at 40 dollars should be okay here about 39 and 40 dollars if you don't pay attention to the future you will always miss out and you will wonder well why is neo already at 50 dollars and why didn't i pay attention at 10 20 30 40 etc so let's read about your thoughts. Okay, um, thoughts on Coinbase IPO. Coinbase, I think, is going to get listed at $20 billion. Um, it matches relatively valued um, with Binance, which is now $50 billion. I'd say that um, between Coinbase IPO, people are all saying that they just needed to own, um, they'd rather own the the Voyager tokens or perhaps some some investors are even buying instead of uh, the Coinbase you could take a look at some of the smaller exchanges so Huobi Tech is in uh, Hong Kong you've got of course BNB which is rising all the way because it is uh, larger than Coinbase although it's quite expensive some people have, are also starting to sell because it's already 50 billion dollars I'd say that Coinbase and Binance are probably very I'm not sure. It's probably overvalued. I'd rather get Hot 8 Mining. So this one is um, a crypto miner, which I think is getting valued here at a very low price. It's now $8.56. I still see upside on Hot 8 Mining, and I still see a lot of upside in bit farms. 
So I'd rather buy uh, companies that have a lot of BTC. Rather, um, So I, I'm more on the crypto miners rather than the cryptocurrency exchanges. What are your thoughts on BBKCF? It looks like a company that has more than one business. Um, thanks for the question, but I haven't studied BBKCF. So big digital assets. All right. So wow, very strong movement. I'd say that from a digital asset standpoint, um, so I talked about Funko last night and I talked about this continuing higher. So Funko, Wemi, Facebook should do well. I'll try to study your, uh, your, your, um, your ticker, BBKCF. I'll put it in my watch list. Actually, I'm taking a look as well of CryptoStar and, um, and Dash, CSTR. I think that this one is undervalued. Not everyone is taking a look at the uh, CSTR and NDA. Let me show that to you. These are Toronto, Toronto companies that actually have so many strong digital assets. And um, it's not being properly valued today, in my view. So it has rallied from 19 cents all the way to $1.19, which is almost like how much? A 10x. But even at 45 cents and 60 cents, you have to wonder if and if Neptune Digital Assets owns a lot of Dash Dollar, uh, which has rallied very quite strongly. Even if you say that it's being sold down at $300, it's still rallied from January to current at about 2x, 3x, right? This is Dash Dollar. And of course, everyone knows how much Ethereum Dollar has appreciated over time. Even if, um, even if let's say, it's selling at $19, let's assume that the company is taking profit at $1,900 or $2,000. It stands to make a huge ton of profit. And I think like for Bit Farms, they are taking profits at 55000 above. And um, unlike uh, Hot 8, that's really just holding. So I, I like actually both because I like companies that are locking in some gains. And I like as well companies that are holding their BTC assets. So I'm not sure about BBKCF. But if it's doing the same type of methodology, I am bullish on... on um, I think being bullish on the crypto should also announce to you that you should be bullish as well with Humble Pay. So Humble Pay right now at 318 should be an entry opportunity as well, given that this is um, a play on blockchain assets. No, So the more and more people actually entering into the blockchain space, this should be actually positive in the long run. And in my view, um, companies like in China that are also promoting digital wallets like Yeka should also be doing well. So here at about $56 is okay. Um, people are asking me actually before, should I buy back JFU after selling before when it rallied to $3 and it's now back to $170? Um, it is really cheap in my view, but there's really just that scrutiny on consumers' uh, microfinancing in China. Nonetheless, I think that a drop at $168 to $1, uh, if it ever drops, should be okay. So I'm more bullish rather than bearish. Actually, very bullish to the point that I'm actually 100% long on the market. Um, I, I trim sometimes um, 10%, 20%, but I redeploy it yet again into the market. I'm very bullish the market. Um, and I'm taking a look at next week's earnings call. So April 16, we'll, we'll get Ehang. We'll get the full year uh, CD project earnings release. We'll get some ideas on Agora. I'm very bullish in Agora. And then some extra news tomorrow on Jenka Solar. So I'd say that um, the market is vastly uh, nervous uh, about the market uh, being all-time high. But I think that the market at all-time high isn't a problem because it's going up 
it could be very bearish like it's uh some people are doing a choppiness like they're willing to sell at 14,000 thinking that they could buy back at 12.5 but as you could see there are some companies that I think are just going to go all-time highs for instance Copen we said is going to go all-time highs I argued that Snapchat is going to go all-time highs which is it is slowly going up Twitter will go all-time highs Facebook Google continue to go all-time highs Microsoft continues to go all-time highs I'd say that those bears, uh, I'm not sure what they're very bearish about, inflation or whatsoever, but um, I don't see a strong reason to be bearish. In fact, all these um, infrastructure bills of Biden should be positive to ChargePoint, and in some ways, it's going to happen for Europe as well. So ChargePoint is, la is looking to be a flag here, perhaps going to go back to 38 or 40 and um, in terms of uh, value place, let's take a look at some value place. Um, let me show to you value place. I'm seeing that the market is uh, liking Funko Twitter. These are uh, reversal place. I'm also seeing reversals on GoPro, GPRO. So GoPro looks to be also doing well here. Um, people are really buying a lot of drone related names. GPRO, uh, we're seeing a lot of demand from a consumer standpoint back to GPRO. So perhaps $12 below for GoPro is a, is a buying opportunity. So I, I see more opportunities rather than selling opportunities. So yeah, I'm okay. There are questions. What are your thoughts on Jumia? Um, Jumia, my only problem there is valuation, but not on the company per se. I think that Jumia is uh, very much expensive. Is it $50 already? Um, oh, 50 went down. All right. Oh, so 65 fell down from 50 back to 37. So yeah, I find it expensive at $50. Actually, I find it expensive even at 25. I could be wrong. But um, for now, I'd say uh, I'll avoid first Jumia. In general, I'm still avoiding Jumia and Kupang. I just think that although it's probably the leader in their certain uh, sectors like Jumia for Africa and uh, ozone for russia and uh, what's this the other company kupang for korea i just find it quite expensive so for my e-commerce destination i'd rather have e-commerce place like agc altimeter i'd prefer getting altimeter rather than jumia uh, i have agc through warrants i bought agc through warrants um which is grab altimeter growth agc ww so i've got the warrants i bought it at about $3.30, $3.30, $3 plus. And then so far, I'm still holding AGC warrants, which is Grab. So I like Grab more than uh, Kupang or Jumia. I find it expensive. Perhaps in Southeast Asia, you'll see that C-Limited, Grab, Tokopedia are doing so well. So I'd rather have those. SM. Actually, I don't know what SM is. What is SM? What's this stock? SM Energy, mm, 1 to 20. Wow, congrats. What is this? Is this a, what is this company? SM Energy. I have no idea. It's an oil and gas company, hydrocarbon exploration. Um, wow. I have no idea about the company, so I can't answer. I'll just put it in my buy list or study list. Well, yeah, I'll just put it in my study list. May I know your thoughts on Beyond Meat? Actually, last night, I was very much happy with um, 
I was very much happy buying some Beyond Meat. There was news that Beyond Meat was increasing their production facility in China. They're opening their first factory and it's probably gonna start uh, by 2022. Let me read. Uh, was it 20? Uh, let me read. Or first half 2021. There was news on Beyond Meat. That's why I bought it. I gave a buy call on Beyond Meat. 125 to 137 is okay for me. Um, so I think $130 is great. So four hours ago, yeah. So I read this last night. Eh. Um, Beyond Meat is expanding international reach with the very first facility in Shanghai. So you are aware that Beyond Pork is already strong. And um, this is just another, um, uh, an increased value for me for Beyond Meat. Following the announcement last September, Beyond Meat was going to open a production facility in China, making it the only multinational company focused solely on plant, plant meat production expanding in China. So they're what, they also opened in Europe later this year. So they already have expanded with Starbucks, KFC, Pizza Hut, Xin, Ting, Xuan, Kang Li, Beijing, Slow Boat Brewery, Hema, Metro China, and more. Hema is the Alibaba supermarket, so very good uh, clientele here. I like how Beyond Meat is uh, trying to do a world-based do domination. Ethan Brown is doing the right moves here. So I'm actually bullish on Beyond Meat. Last night, I bought Beyond Meat. Yeah, that's, that, that's one of the reasons why I bought. Actually, I'll be buying more Beyond Meat tonight. I think I clicked a Beyond Meat buy. Did I not buy here? Yeah, I bought last night. 137. I'm looking to buy more at 130 and 125. Um, I'm, I'm, bull I'm bullish on Beyond Meat. As for Salesforce, I think that Discord I prefer better. So I prefer FMAC. Discord um, is not yet with, uh, with Microsoft. So there's just rumor that Discord is going to enter through FMAC. As for Tesla, I know that it's expensive. It is you know, in all valuation metrics, you'd argue that Tesla is expensive and overvalued, but I don't see a reason for people to actually sell it. So um, the risk for not owning Tesla is bigger rather than not. So I, I mean, I mean, of course, I'm bullish on Tesla ever since, and I just see that it could just consolidate. If you're thinking in the short term, um, in the short term, it doesn't give you a 10x. I think like in the short term, it should trade between 600 to 700, at most maybe $500 drop. At most as well, eight hundred dollars to nine hundred, because robo taxis might still happen. Uh, I, I guess three to five years. But that said, I do think that the potential for for Baidu, Tesla, all the robo taxis is so huge, such that it really depends on a person. If you like robo taxis, you'd have uh, you would have Tesla at some point in your uh, in your portfolio. Is ASXC a buy? I think that $3 is a buy. I started to buy ASXC at $3.30. It could fall to about $2, of course. Uh, but I think that in the short term, uh, this is more bullish for me rather than bearish. So it could drop 60%. I can still see it at $2.50, right? I mean, um, these names can drop hard because they started very low. $0.50 cents to $7 is 14x. Typically, when I see a 10x or a 14x move, I usually see a 50 to 70% pullback. So I'm, I'm assuming that a 70% pullback is below $2.50 or even $2, but I'm willing to buy all the way dropping. So if it drops to $2.50 and $2, you'll see me buying more of ASXC or a sense of surgical, surgical robots. I'm okay with it. Okay, so thank you for all the questions and um, that's it for tonight. Bye-bye. See you again. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share Awesome 10X to all of your friends. Bye-bye.